One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. My guest today is novelist Jamie Attenberg. Hey, Jamie. Hi. Welcome to my home. Oh, my gosh. Your apartment is so clean. <laughs> Thank you. I'm occupational as, hazard. As advertised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's real that I live this way. It's kind of crazy. Um, I wanted to wash the walls before you came, but I just have not had time for any of that. Oh, my so gosh. I'm That's so, a thing I people do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I apologize for my unwashed walls, Jamie. <laughs> Looks solid. Um. Yeah, so you guys, um, this is a first for the clean cast. We are recording in my apartment, which I affectionately call the lily pad, which is a, a double meaning. Um, lily pad one, because lily pads are tiny and my home is tiny, um, but also because I'm a lily Pulitzer enthusiast. And so that was that's always been the name for my my little abode wow. that I love. Yeah. It sounds sort of dirty, too, a little bit. Ooh, I didn't think of that. Like yes, maybe, it does. Like I like maybe that. it's like your pet name for your vagina or something like that. My pet name for my vagina is Beulah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that detail shows up in a novel of yours someday. Sure. I, I will seed it to you for that. You have my permission okay. to, to use to have a little, maybe minor character who's, yeah. whose vagina's name is Beulah. Hmm. Um, I'm yeah i'm definitely filing that away yeah, file that away <laughs> <laughs> um you guys let me tell you about um jamie obviously you've you've guessed well i said she's a novelist um jamie is the author of the new york times bestseller the middle scenes her work has been featured in the new york times the wall street journal vogue l and lenny letter her latest novel all grown up was published in march 2017 she is also the mom to celebrity dog, Sid. <laughs> I love Sid. I'm obsessed. Someone actually was having lunch um, yesterday with Meredith Haggerty, and she was like, is Jamie bringing Sid? And I was like, no, I think Sid is at home in New Orleans, mm. unfortunately. But Sid is always welcome on the show. All right. Um, and so she joins me today to talk all about your beloved doggies and the glorious messes that they make. I'm very excited about the dog episode. We did a cat episode with Jaya Saxena um, about a month ago. And so I said, fair is fair. We got to do dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So um, before we get into it, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, Go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. Speaking of patrons, I do have some new patrons to thank this week. Um, so big, big thank you go, goes out to Slaughter True Crime Podcast, Tom Miller, Ryan Collins, Diana Maxwell, Alyssa, Steven Tysall, Hillary, Lori Oftbro, Kara G, and Jackie Myers. Um, and you guys, I have to tell you that, so we are recording on uh, Monday, September 18th. 
This is episode 89. It won't air until the beginning of October. The reason I'm recording out of order is because I'm going to Dallas next week. I'm going to go live my best life. I'm going to re-blonde my hair and make it real big. I'm going to a shooting range with a bunch of friends. I'm going to a wedding. I've got work stuff, family stuff. I'm very excited. So I'm pre-recording. I'm banking this episode for the beginning of October. Um, And the reason I want to place this in context of the day on which I'm recording is because I want to tell you guys that I am $8.10 away from hitting the September patron challenge goal. So it looks like we will indeed um, hit that goal, which was to remind you either 25 new $2 patrons or at least $50 in new pledges. Um, Once I hit that, I will tell the story about the grudge I've been holding since 1981. Oh, yes. Oh, will oh, you tell yeah. me when we get off? I sure okay, will. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one. Um, so anyway, I just want to say um, an extra thanks to all of you guys who have, um, you know, made a point of going um, and, and doing the Patreon thing. It really, really does help me so much. And I'm really grateful for it. And I'm excited to tell you guys that story. Um, however, today we've got to do a whole, a whole episode um, all about dogs, which I'm also excited about because you guys know I love the dogs. Um, have you ever had a dog? No. I haven't. They would drive you crazy. In a, yes, in a way, yes. Um, I I really love them. I at some point I do. I love dachshunds like more than anything else in mm. the whole wide world. And I would love to have a dachshund. And I've really thought about it, but because of where I live currently, um, this apartment as Jamie, poor Jamie discovered the hard way. This apartment um, is a six floor walk up. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I was like, am I being punished right now? I know. I got- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I I should have thought to come down and help you with your bag, and like, I just I'm so sorry. It's all right. It was um, funny though. Yeah. I was like, this is New York. This, this is, is why really I love New York. York. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the thing is about dachshunds and stairs is that they're prone to back problems, oh. and so it wouldn't be fair for me to have a dachshund going up and down. You'd have to carry it. Yeah, I'd have to carry it. And then that's also not super realistic because I also have back problems. Um, So maybe one of these days, maybe, maybe one of these days. You could get like a little basket that you could dangle down the side of the stairs and just lower. Oh God, that would make me so nervous though. What if, what if, like a dumbwaiter for doggy? Yeah. Doggy dumbwaiter. (laughs) (laughs) Poor dog. For the New Yorker. We just invented something. Don't we laugh. Did, yeah. <laughs> no, we really did. I'm like, my, my wheels are turning. Um, all right. Let's get into this first question from Amy Beth. I'm going to have uh, Jamie read it. Okay. I enjoy your podcast, which is ironic since I'm quite a slob. Opposites attract. I think she's hitting on you a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. You mentioned recently that you might consider a podcast about pet topics, and I would like to offer some questions. My canine... Pale Moxie loves to play with rope bones. I buy large ones and she enjoys turning them into many small ones over time and then playing with each of the pieces. These ropes tend to get stinky after a while. I could just throw them out and they are certainly inexpensive enough, but Moxie seems to like the well-used ones better than the new. I know she probably likes them at least partly because they do smell bad. I love her, but dogs are gross but I wonder if there's anything to be done. The ropes are made of cotton. Can the ropes be laundered? I imagine detergent would be unsafe. The gremlin on my shoulder is whispering that you might recommend white vinegar. Can they be dried in the dryer? If they cannot be laundered, is there anything I can do to freshen them up a bit? I keep the ropes in a plastic toy box when not in use. There is no lid, so Moxie can help herself when she wants to play. That is really adorable, and I wish there was video attached to that. I know. I know. I also have to say, I I love love that this dog's name 
is Moxie. Um, because there's this, there's a soda that is regional to New England called Moxie. It's a cola. It's yeah. like a Coca-Cola oh, yeah, type. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I have like a, I have like a natural like affinity for the the name and the word Moxie. Oh, yeah. And you have it yourself. Yeah. Um, there's just one little bit. Um, oh. there, I can't put any air fresheners in the box because Moxie would probably find them tasty. Yes. Don't put, yeah, don't put things that the dog will eat that the dog shouldn't eat into the toy box because that's, yeah, not great. Um, Okay, so I have tips. Yes, all these things can definitely be washed. Um, I also want to say I like that the toy box is an open-air toy box because it allows air circulation. It lets the toys at least dry out and get some air in between gnawings, and so that's a good thing. Um, so let me talk to you guys about how to clean. I'm going to talk to you first about how to clean plush and rope toys. And then I'm going to do the the rubber and the hard plastic toys, um, so that you have all of your toy washing information for your beloved canines. Um, so for the plush and the rope toys, yeah, they can totally go into the washing machine. Detergent is totally fine. Don't over detergent, especially in this case, because if you over detergent, it won't get washed out. And then the dog will be gnawing on detergenty ropes. And then soap has a little bit of a diarrhea effect. And then you're going to be writing to me with a whole other set of cleaning questions that you need help with. So let's spare ourselves the doggy diarrhea. Um, don't overuse the detergent. Here are your washing machine instructions. Um, you can either use hot water or colds. Um, the hot water is going to is going to provide a little bit more of a like sterilizing and degriming effect, but it also may have an effect where it amplifies the smells. So you may want to experiment a little bit with your water temperature when cleaning toys and see what works best for those specific kind of toys in terms of either totally eliminating the odors or perhaps leaving them in a little bit if that's what you want. If you if what you're looking for is sort of a happy medium for for you and Moxie where she's got a little bit of a smell but you're not dying from the smell, then maybe the hot water will help with that. Um, there are a few products that you can use that will help to kill bacteria. The bacteria is what's causing the smell. So what Moxie's doing is she's putting the rope in her mouth, she's gnawing on it, all of her drool and personal Moxieisms are getting in there. It's wet. It's moist. It's you know. It's so gross. there's so it's so yeah. It's stuff. I, we can't like actually in our house keep any like my dog just destroys every thing in like a day. Like it's every any toy, any stuffed toy that I give him. Right. So you don't even have this problem. I don't. He even... just he just like it. It doesn't exist. So after... it's my great pleasure to just throw it away at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I would not do it even. Yeah, I wouldn't have to do any of this because it's just eaten. It's right. all gone. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the photos. Yeah. It's, <laughs> he's a monster. It's impressive. <laughs> and he's just a little guy, yeah. too, which is so funny that he just like really is such a little monster. Yeah. It's so, cute. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they, the, the bacteria, you know, is just created by the, the nature of the dog, basically. And um, that w- that leads then to the odors. And so if you want to totally nuke the odors or at least like nuke them down to a somewhat manageable and tolerable level, there are some products that you can use in addition to your regular detergent to help with that. So one of them um, is a new product. I've talked about it before on the show. I've actually, I use it and I quite like it. It's called Ly- Lysol Laundry Sanitizer. 
You use it in addition to detergent, not in place of. The thing that I really like about it is that they make a claim on the bottle, and I and I know that this must this is an FDA regulated thing. They wouldn't be able to claim it if it wasn't true, or they'd be in huge trouble. Um, that it kills ninety nine percent of laundry bacteria. Um, it is, however, not chlorine bleach, so it's safe to use on colors. So it's just kind of a miracle product. Um, that would be great to use. You could also certainly use something like borax, which is a powder booster, which is very good on smells. You could also, of course, use my old pal white vinegar. Uh, those will also be good. Now, if you want to retain some of the scent, however, skip the booster because... Yeah, because the dog wants the scent. Right. Um, and just use detergent and, you know, that will... Again, it will give you a happy medium for, for both you and Moxie. I have to say that my verdict on this letter writer is that she is very caring towards her animal. She, she is. She notices the nuances and is willing to go the extra mile. Yeah. She's really in tune with it. It's him. really more about... A her. Yeah, Moxie's yeah. probably a her, right? It's re- yeah, it's really more, in a way, about pleasing her dog. Yeah, so I she like can that. Ca- yeah, so. I bet she has, if she hasn't already, I bet she has considered hiring a doggy psychic. Yeah, my friend did that. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. It's kind of a long story, but... Um, okay, maybe you'll tell me about that on the bonus episode. Okay, yeah. That, that would be great bonus episode okay. content, actually, because I would really like to hear that. Um, this is also, you guys, this is the week of the autumnal equinox, and I, like, totally by coincidence, planned, scheduled my quarterly tarot card reading for Wednesday, and I'm very excited. I, I have a quarterly, like, standing date with a friend. We go for tarot card readings and wine. And I was doing it for wildly myself. Wildly restorative. I, I read my own. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. yeah. I was doing it like for a while. I was doing like a card a day. Oh. And and then and I would do readings for myself like once a week. And mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, how do I feel? And then I just kind of stopped doing it because I think I got to the next place. Like I think it was during a period of transition in my life mm-hmm. that I and I was kind of just not trying to figure out what I was doing in my life, but just like was wondering what was happening. Sorry, I was just wondering what was happening. And then um, and then all, I found, I realized, I recognized that I was there. Like I recognized I was like mm-hmm. at that next place yeah. when, I, when I wasn't checking my tarot cards yeah. anymore. So like during that time, it was probably you were in a, in a time where you were um, kind of living the tower card and then you transcended into living the star card, which is the next one in the deck. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, you know more than I do. That sounds really good. I've been, I've been reading tarot. Um, I mean, t- sporadically, totally on and off. Not I was have not been like super disciplined my whole life, but I've been reading tarot since I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I had a, the last time I had a friend do it who's really good at it. Alex Chi, who's also uh, a novelist. Um, and I, I, I was like, yeah, I guess I have questions, and then. Like, I already knew what the answers were going to be. It was just the strangest thing. Like, mm-hmm. you laid out. I was, there was no, there are no surprises right now mm-hmm. at this point. I know that there will be surprises again in yeah. my life, but I feel like I've entered this I'm jealous. Period. I'm ready to get to that. It's I've my had, 40s. Yeah. Well, I'm in the beginning stages of my 40s, and I've had a lot of surprises, and it's been, I, I actually, you guys, I was saying to Jamie before we, before we started recording, I was like, I know... I can when I can step back out of the chaos I'm in right now and I and I am able to step back out of it and sort of see a bigger picture view of it. When I step back from it, I can see that this is the moment I'll talk about on Oprah. Right. You know, like that this everything had to get blown up for me to get to the next stage. But like, boy, I'm really ready for that next stage. because <laughs> This is chaotic. And I'm, I'm glad you're uh, going to Dallas. Like, I'm glad you're going away. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And then I'm going to be in L.A. for Thanksgiving, which will also be really good for me. So I'm actually doing a full week in L.A. for Thanksgiving. And I really just need it. I got to get um, well, you know, as you were saying back here today, like 
you had a moment where you really realized why you had left New York. Like sometimes it's great here, but sometimes you got to get out. Um, so, all right, let's get back to answering this um, question. I have just two, two more little tips for machine washing the plush and rope toys. Uh, the first is when it comes to drying, use, use low heat dry or air dry. Um, again, if you want to amplify the smells after they've been washed so that Sweet Moxie can have her delightful smelly ropes, then use high heat. But heat will amplify smells, especially in things like doggy toys. So low heat or air dry them. For the ropes specifically, it might not be a bad idea to put them into those mesh wash bags because otherwise the, the, they might get like wound around other things. Um, when you're washing dog toys, don't wash those in with your clothes or your towels. Do them in their own separate load. This is actually a great time for you to wash things like rags or plastic shower curtain liners um, along with it because those are like they're all they all fall into the heavily soiled category. So when you're doing heavily soiled things, you don't want to mix heavily soiled items in with regularly used stuff because it's just going to deposit all that soil onto like your towels and you don't want that. Um, so anyway, so if you are washing with like your rags or something, using those bags may help to keep the ropes from winding around. Okay. The rubber and hard plastic toys. Um, those can actually go into the dishwasher top rack, not the bottom rack. The heating element of most dishwashers is on the bottom. So you always want to put, um, anything rubber, hard plastic onto the top rack so that it doesn't run the risk of melting. Um, you should do them in their own cycle. Again, it, it's the same thing about the using the washing machine. They're heavily soiled. You don't really want to be putting them in with the dishes. If you are going to put them in with the dishes, what pre, pre-wash them in the sink just like you would a dish with dish soap and a sponge and then put them in. Um, you so just that- made it like hearing you say this just makes me want to go home and wash every dog toy. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> like all the rubber toys. Yeah. Um, and it's, and I mean, the thing is, it's easy because you do have a dishwasher. You can throw them right in through a whole, whole load of, of Sid things, yeah. you know, um, what, um, what you, when you don't want to do the dishwasher, skip it. If you live in a home with small children or with people with a compromised Im- immune system. Um, so th- if you either don't have a dishwasher or you have a dishwasher in a house with those situations, Go ahead and hand wash the, the hard plastic and rubber toys just like you would dishes. Dish soap, hot water, sponge, drying rack. Like that's that's all you need to do. Um, you can, however, also throw all of those things into the machine. Don't put them into a machine if you have a top loader with a center agitator. They'll just get like beaten up by the fins on the agitator. But if you have a front loader with no agitator or a top loader with no agitator, go ahead and do that. Um, that's a little bit better for rubber than for hard plastic. If you are going to put the hard plastic, and this is also somewhat true of the rubber, but definitely of the hard plastic. If you are going to put the hard plastic into the washing machine, it's a good idea to buffer the drum with some towels. Um, Again, this is a good time to do your rags or, you know, like, you know, that's not not your good bath towels. (laughs) This is basically basically the thing. Um, So... That those are your basic instructions. I mean, there's really there. It's not labor intensive to clean the toys. You basically just have to remember to do it from time to time. And then, you know, if you're a particularly conscientious dog owner like Amy Beth is, you want to adjust your laundry practices so that both you and the dog can be happy. All right. Let me have Jamie read the next question 
from Nunya. Sometimes I get really great names, and I like that. So here you go. Okay. I have a fireplace in my house with a large field stone surround. The previous residents had dogs who would apparently lie in front of the fire. Oh, my God. That sounds so nice. It's like the best life. Yeah. Judging by the stink and staining of the field stones right in front of the firebox. It emanates a dirty dog smell, and the staining appears to be from the dog's skin oils. I tried rubbing the stones with diluted dish soap, and then I tried using the steam scrubber, both of which removed noticeable amounts of dirt, but the dog's stink still remains. What can I do to remove the dog stink without damaging the field stones or leaving a flammable residue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't set my shit on fire. Right. That is, that is good. I like, I like that she built in the safety concerns before I even had to say anything about it. Yeah. Um, that makes me happy. Um, okay. So actually a couple of things you can do all, all pretty easy. One thing I'm going to say is that unfortunately that it's not, it's not a mistake that's that's dire and, and it's definitely, definitely reversible. But just for the rest of you, so you guys know, the use of a steam cleaner on odors is actually going to exacerbate an odor issue. So it may be that the use of the steam was like great to get grime off, but then it just the, pulled it out. It just, yeah, it just yeah. Like made the smell worse. But we can totally fix it. Um, so the first suggestion, I sort of have two different suggestions. One is like, a super, super hands-off dry operation, and one is a little bit more hands-on wet operation. And it's really just which of the two seems more appealing to you and more realistic for your life. Um, so the first one, the dry operation, is uh, to get kitty litter or active charcoal. You can get loose active charcoal. It also goes by active carbon, activated charcoal, or activated carbon. Those are all the same things. They're just interchangeable terms. Um you can get active charcoal at uh, fish supply stores, like not the fishmonger, like the aquarium gotcha. store. Yeah. Um, and so you can buy a, but you can buy loose active charcoal. You could also just go and buy, uh, you know, a small bag of kitty litter. And what you're going to do is just scatter it on the field stone and mm-hmm. leave it for like a week. Both of those things are odor absorbers and they're just going to pull the odor out. It's like, when you get your iPhone wet and you put it in rice. It's exactly like that. Exactly like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you see the little light bulb go off? Oh, <laughs> I did God. watch your eyes like light up. It was great. <laughs> um, the other way you can do it is you can scrub using um, a solution that is better at odor removal than dish soap. So dish soap is great in many ways, but it, it's not stellar with odors. I mean, it's not. it's just not really tough enough for odors. So two things that are... Um, borax, which I mentioned in the first question, answering the first question, borax is actually great. It's a powder. What you're, what you would do in this case is you would dilute it in water. You would get a scrub brush and you would just scrub the, the stone with your scrub brush and the borax solution. The other thing you can do, which I actually, this would be the thing of all of the options I'm giving you. This would be the, this would be the one I would personally start with if this was my problem. Um, is there's a product called Odoban, O-D-O-B-A-N. It's a liquid cleaner. Um, you can buy it at you know the hardware store, the Home Depot, the Lowe's, all of those kinds of places. You can get it on Amazon. Um, and it's the same thing. You would dilute it in water. You would apply it with a scrub brush. What I would suggest in terms of technique for either one of those is that 
you pour a thin layer of the solution onto the stone. You take a scrub brush and do just a sort of quick like to work the solution into the stone and then let the solution just sit there for about 30 minutes because you want to let the solution do the odor eliminating work for you. And if you put the solution down and then immediately wipe it back up, it doesn't have time to work. So leave it there for about 30 minutes and then go back in and either give it another quick scrub with your scrub brush if you feel it needs it or just wipe the solution away with, um, you know, rags and clean water. And I think that's going to do it for you. I think this is actually a pretty easy solution. You just needed to know um, the right products for odor elimination. Um, but I'm glad you were able to get the stones clean of grime. That's exciting. Yeah. Because that's not nothing. Um, and aren't you jealous of this life that she's going to be sitting by the flagstone yeah. like like a dog? <laughs> but she won't, yeah, she won't have the dogs with her. <laughs> she would just be like lounged across the flagstone. I love it. Um All right, so listen, you guys, on that note, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Jamie and I will be right back with more about your dogs. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by author Jamie Attenberg and my friend Jamie Attenberg. Hi. Hi. It, I can't even remember the last time I saw you. Somewhere I think it was in Brooklyn. Maura's birthday party. Yes. In Brooklyn. That was years ago. In 2014. No, before that. 2012. Jamie, it's been five years. I know. You look so good. Thank you. Your hair looks you really look great. Good. Thanks. Girl. I know I'm blonde now. It's crazy. Yeah, you didn't have. It's, did not have blonde hair before. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like I see you all the time because I see you on Instagram. I see you on so Facebook. It's so strange how that works, right? Yeah. I feel really super connected to you. And yeah. See, the pro side of social media is that, mm-hmm. even though there's lots of downsides to it. There too. are lots of downsides. But yeah, I'm a silver lining and like glass half empty kind of girl. So I, I think I probably choose to look at like the good stuff and yeah. not pay so much attention to the bad stuff. Um so yeah, so you guys, we've been talking about doggies because I love them and Jamie loves them and Jamie has an awesome one. You have to tell the people um, Sid's full name because Sid has a glorious full name. His his full name is Sidney Morris Attenberg, <laughs> like comma, like PhD <laughs> and Esquire. It's like Sir, because he's been he's been knighted for his, you know, for his service in, in the areas of like entertainment. <laughs> he's like the Elton John of dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, he's um, he's named after both the, the dead grandfathers because that's the closest my parents are going to get to having a grandchild. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Little Sid. Yeah. Are you an only child? No. Oh, okay. There's a, there is a grandchild in the family. Oh, okay. Just a yeah. grandchild. Right, from you. Yeah. From this body. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, all right. So we have... Um, one more question. It's it's like kind of a it's kind of like the the big dog question. Um, so I'm gonna have this 
have Jamie read the last question from Aaron. Um, I had some thoughts on this. Not how to do it, but just... Anyway, all right. Good, 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 good. Aaron calls you her personal hero. Aw. Ah. One funny thing. So I'll, I'll tell you, I, I recently... Um, reverted back to the original format of the podcast which is to have a rotating cast of guests who come in and and talk to me and it's brought like a great amount of energy to the show that i've really really enjoyed um but one of the totally surprising things about it is seeing um everybody's different reactions to the way that my listeners send their queries and the way that they talk about their Mm. relationship to the show and to me and i you know i I obviously love it, yeah, and I am so really grateful. Um, but sometimes I I don't see it. It's like seeing seeing it through a new lens has been really joyful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you maybe would have been like, I'm not paying attention to that first time where she calls me my personal hero. Yeah. I'm just getting to the question. Yeah. But actually, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So she, And also she says, thank you for being one of the main reasons I'm no longer a complete slob. Yes. Yes. Um, I love to hear it. But in, also, if you guys want to be complete slobs, do you live your life? It keeps me in business. She says I she, ain't judging. She says, actually, she's maybe a 30% slob. So. <laughs> That's actually the sweet spot for me. Right. <laughs> keeps me at work. Um, okay, question. I recently bought a home with brand new carpets that are dun, 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 white. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't have done it. I would have walked in and been like, no, this won't work for me. Um, but she probably loves the house. Uh, I have two active. I would have just had the carpets ripped out, or or that, right? That's, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think you forgo the house. I think you just go like, all right, I'm just gonna have someone come in and rip those carpets. Because out. it's really like I just, and I'm gonna throw down Pergo. Like. Yeah, it's just um, because I just bought a house last year in New Orleans, and so I'll, everything I did in terms of furnishing the house because I didn't have any furniture down there at all. I did all this research on what kind of furniture was best for dogs and what was going to last so wise last the longest leather yes absolutely leather is the winner but you can't really have a leather floor or can you um Mm, you could but that you would be that's weird you would have to be very very wealthy yeah um okay i have two active little boys two digging dogs and a huge yard with grass a sandbox and a pool holy (laughs) yeah i know that's why i say like just rip the carpets out (laughs) but i under but i also understand there's Certainly tons of reasons why you, you couldn't do that. Buying a house is a huge expense. Maybe there's not money right. left over for ripping out carpets. Especially with that pool um, and two children. Do I have a hope in hell of keeping these carpets looking decent for at least a couple of years? Do we need to go shoeless inside? Will I have to wipe muddy paws every time the pups come in? Vacuum daily. I'm pretty busy and a little lazy, by the way. Since I know you love a good baby slash dog pick, here you go. My four little dirt balls. Thank you. You yes. did not include this me and you will show me later i will i okay. am going to show you later okay good um yes she but i left that part in the question because i always like to remind people that i love 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 seeing photos of your kids and of your dogs and even of your cats even the cats you guys I, i'll take the cats um and i you know i'll never i'll never publish them anywhere obviously without permission or anything but i really do enjoy them so i did leave that little part in just as a reminder for people that like you can show me i like being a part of your lives mm. and it makes me very happy okay so i've got some thoughts and I think that Erin, you know, she's been listening long enough that she already knows this spiel, but like, just let me give it for everybody else. These are all different things that you can do that you can try. There are going to be some things that you hear that you just go, nope, I'm not going to do that. Nope, nope. And that is okay. None of these are required. 
they're just things that you can think about incorporating into your life that might help you to keep those carpets looking as good as they possibly can. And look, this is a pretty tough one. You've got white car- carpets. You've got two little boys. They're adorable, by the way. She has two, not one, but two dogs. A big, big outdoor area. Like, it's maybe, you know, she asked about, do we have to go shoeless? It's maybe not a bad idea to just start getting everyone into that habit because that will certainly help. But like, look, realistically, your boys are going to run through that house with shoes on. Like, you can't, you cannot be perfect all the time. The dog is going to get into the house with muddy paws. Even even if you commit yourself to wiping muddy paws after every... Impossible. It's impossible. It's, impossible. it's just impossible. So let's let's acknowledge reality. Let's say that, yes, if you if you can sort of try to hit, you know, maybe... 75% of shoeless and, and wiping paws, great. Maybe even 50%. But but own what your life is and just make plans to address the problems that when they occur, that inevitably will occur. And so that's what I'm going to get into with this kind of stuff. Because I are, when I moved into the house, it was it was a gut renovation. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny house, beautiful little jewel it's, box house. It's, it's magnificent. The floors were perfect when I moved in. Within a week, my dog... With his little toenails, yeah, click, 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 every, click. every, all, and I, you like shots to the heart every, just mm-hmm. every time, just like just gasping to see what was going on, and I had to have like people had to come over and like have a little intervention with me where they're like, it's called patina, yeah, <laughs> like it's called like also it's living in New Orleans and like this is the kind of you know house you're gonna you're not gonna have a perfect home here because this is this is the environment that it is here and and you just kind of have to let it go so. Yeah. Um, I, and he sometimes, a couple times he's like scratched at the door, mm-hmm. yeah. the, but you, I think the thing you have I, to live in your home, it's their home too. Yeah. Yeah. It's the little boy's home. Yeah. It's the dog's home. So that's yeah. what happens. And if you get, if you get so rigid about rules in your home, then you're not living in it. That's right. And so, you know, go, go ahead and live, come to me and I'm going to give you some, some thoughts on things you can do about these carpets. Um, so the first thing is, um, I want to really, really, really strongly suggest that you get yourself a carpet cleaning machine. Now, ideally, because this is you, this is beyond spot treating that you're going to be doing. You're going to be doing full carpet cleaning. Get a full sized one that's a stand up. Um, if you, with that said, if you have the room to store it. And if you have the budget for it. So let me give you the range for the full stand-up models. They're about 80 to $200. Um, I bought one for my... I've talked about this before, and there are videos on my Instagram of this. My best friend, Matt, the one who drinks the Windex, asked me... <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, Is he, he still alive? We, we, we certainly are a pot and lid set, yeah. me and Matt. Um, and his husband is very tolerant of us and our complete and total insanity around cleaning. Um, he asked me for his wedding present to buy him a stand-up Bissell carpet cleaning machine. And I did. Yeah. And so when I go to visit him in LA, which I do a couple of times a year, um, we bust out the machine and we take video of him doing the, doing the cleaning. And then we take video of us dumping the dirty wash water. And we did the, the last time I was there, we also did their couch. They have a dog. Well, actually now they have two dogs. Um, are they, they really expensive? The cleaners? they surprised me with a second dog when I arrived. They adopted her two days before I got out there, and they didn't tell me. And they opened the door, and this new dog came running out. And I was like, "What is this? 
what is this? And they were like, this is your new dog niece, Millie. And I was like, oh, a do- you got me a girl. Because <laughs> my dog nephew is Big Tony and he, he and I are best bestie besties. Um, but I was happy to have a little girl. Oh. Um, actually, she's not a little girl. She's an old lady. She's a senior senior rescue. That's the she's best. She's so cute. She's yeah. great. She's as sweet as the day is long. Um, so we, we do the couch with, that's the, actually the great thing about these machines is that you can use them not only on the carpet, you can use them on upholstered furniture and you can use them on mattresses, which with two little boys is a very good thing to bear in mind if they have bedwetting accidents, because that will help you clean the PP out of the mattress. Um, so probably a really good thing to get. You asked me a question. Oh, are they expensive? Uh, 80 to $200 oh. is the range. Um, I think the one I got for Matt was in the, in the 150, 160 range. Um, it's a Bissell. It was, he did all his research and he, that was the one that he wanted. Um, what I would suggest for you, if you want one of these machines is go to Amazon, sort by review and look at the, the top 10 reviewed models and pick the one that's right for you in terms of price and feature among the top reviewed ones on Amazon. Um, the other option in the same kind of category is getting a portable carpet and upholstery cleaner. Now, the price range is not that much different from the stand-up ones. It's about uh, 80 to $150. You, if you do want a portable one, go to the Sweet Home Wire Cutter. They have a review of all of those machines. I believe that their pick is one of the Bissells. I think it's the Spot Pro Plus. I might not be getting that right, but they reviewed all of them. Those are the kinds of things like the portable rug doctor, the, all the Bissells, the little green machine, all of those fall into the portable. The thing is about the portable is that the pro of them is that they're smaller and easier to store. They're lighter weight, and so they're easier to pick up and carry and use. But also, you're going to be bending down. And so for you to clean an entire, say, living room worth of wall-to-wall white carpet is going to break your back. Mm. Um, so that, that's kind of the pros and the cons of buying the, the upright versus the portable model. I feel like I wouldn't, I'm just envisioning this and I'm like, I don't even think I would get, have white carpeting, even if it was just me. Yeah. I don't (laughs) think I would either. And I'm me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So Erin also asked about vacuuming. She asked if she had to vacuum every day and no, you don't need to vacuum every day. No, certainly not. Um, but you should vacuum often, probably two to three times a week. So, you know, every other, every third day with the carpets and the little boys and the hair and the grime and all of that. she should rip up the carpeting. I mean, she described herself as lazy. Well, I not as, and I don't mean that in a critical way, but if you know yourself, she knows herself. No, no, no. So I have a solution for that too. Okay. Don't you worry, Jamie. Uh, I thought of everything. (laughs) Um, Because then that's going to be sort of another chore. What I would suggest that Erin look into in terms of a, a vacuum that's going to make her life easier is either a robot vacuum or a cordless vacuum. Um, those are great for just doing a very quick vacuuming because you don't have to go into the utility closet and pull out the big canister vac and plug it in and pull out the attachments and all of that. Um, I have the cordless one that I have is the Dyson. Actually, Jamie, you can turn right around and look at it. It's right behind you hanging from the wall. Oh, yeah. Um, I have one of I have one of those too. Yeah, they're I great. love it. Yeah, I love it. I you know I want to say that the Dysons are pricey. If price is a concern for you, get one of the refurbished models, one of the older models. But the great thing about the Dyson cordless is that it has a wall-mounted holster, 
which means like it it takes no time for you to grab that vacuum on the regular just yank it off the wall hit the little button run it and hang it right back up it's so 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 easy um so that is one option but also we have to say that the con of it is that the dysons can be expensive there are there are ways to manage the expense of Dyson's you they are two yeah I have oh my two <laughs> I have two Jamie uh, one was a press sample oh I see yeah one was a press sample um but I don't ha- I don't hang mine in the wall I put it I put it in a closet away so I don't have to look at it this apartment is so small that I only have one closet and it's for my clothes all gotcha. my clothes and winter coats and all that so that's why I actually find the wall mounting to be so clutch for me both in terms of storage and in terms of ease of use um, but yeah, I also New understand. Yeah, gotcha. but it's, yeah. yeah, it's a tiny New York apartment. I mean, you, you know, we make concessions. Like, you know, I don't have drawers in my bathroom. So when you go look at my bathroom, you're going to be like, wow, there, there's a lot of stuff on this vanity. Right. <laughs> because, yeah, I don't have drawers to put all my like lotions and potions in. Um, I don't either. So, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, I actually kind of don't mind it because it's also very convenient and it helps me not like hoard like makeup because i see everything so i'm kind of constantly like yeah do i am i using that do i need that is that used up um so okay where was i all right so i went through the dyson thing the other suggestion is the robot vacuum now when people think about robot vacuums they think about roombas uh roombas are very expensive i also have a roomba it's under the chair in my bedroom see it Uh uh-huh she does yep and actually, if you turn around, I deliberately left that box under the Tiffany bag sitting out for you because that's my Dyson mattress vacuum. Wow. So now I want to disclose that the mattress vacuum, one of the cordless Dysons and the Roomba. Oh, and the Brava mop, the mop robot that's in my bathroom. Uh, those were all press samples that were provided by. Um, that's nice. By the company. So I was your perks. Like, yeah. 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 Listen, per- I get I get a lot of uh, I'm drowning in laundry detergent. I just went through my actually the lat that Tiffany bag is filled with detergent for my trainer. Because um, <laughs> I just like push laundry detergent on everybody. Um, but yeah, I'm just constantly drowning in laundry detergent and, and vacuums, apparently. Um, so robot vacs, you know, we think of the, we think of the Roombas, which are incredibly expensive and they are very, very good, but there are lower priced models that you can get that are equally, if not sometimes better. Um, and I say that based on a wire cutter, sweet home review of robot vacuums that actually was somewhat recently, I think in the past six months, um, was updated. Liam McCabe did that. Liam McCabe is the appliance guy for the wire cutter in the sweet home. He's been on this show. He's fabulous he's from boston which i love um i'm hoping to get him back on later this year because i really enjoy him and he is publishing a guide to portable washing machines and i want him to come on and talk about those um so in any event he has this guide to robot vacuums and his pick for the best the best better than the roomba is the uh eco i can't even read my own handwriting eco vals robot which is $200. If you get a robot, you can run that thing every single day. You just push a button and there you go. That solves your problem of both needing to vacuum every day and being a little lazy, which is totally fine. Um, Two other things to mention before we wrap this baby up and go record a bonus episode about pet psychics. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited about Um, is you should definitely get a can or a bottle of, you know, foaming spray or, or liquid spray of Resolve Carpet Cleaner and have that on hand for spot treating. Like when the dog runs in with muddy paws and you can't catch them, go ahead and use the Resolve for that. Um, you know, or a similar product. Resolve is kind of like the, 
it's like the Windex of carpet cleaning, mm. you know, foaming carpet cleaning. So that's why I just use that as my go-to. But there are other brands out there. One last thing to mention, because I did mention it in the cat episode, and I suspect that maybe some of the dog people didn't listen to that episode because they thought it was about cats, even though a lot of the advice that I gave in that episode was useful for, useful dogs. for both dogs and cats. Because they're actually, when it comes to cleaning stuff, they're not all that different. Um, there are some issues that cats have that dogs don't and vice versa, but a lot of the issues are the same. And one place where it's the same is with the fur. So I want to share... Now, Sid isn't much of a shedder, right? He's a little bit of a... There's definitely dog hair that okay. I pick up when I'm... That's, that's what's on the floors. The okay. Pack, more than anything, yeah. Okay. So I think you're going to like this trick. This isn't for the floors. This is for furniture and, like, your bedding and stuff. Oh. There's a very, very easy way to quickly get pet fur. And he, actually, this works for human hair, too. Um, off of upholstery and bed linens, which is to don a rubber household glove dry and just run it right over the upholstery. Mm. Rubber is a natural enemy of hair. And so what it will do is as you're running your hair over, it will, it will pick the hair up and kind of clump it up. And then you can just grab the clumps and pull them off and throw them in the trash. Sim- super simple hair removal trick. You're a genius. Works like a charm. Yeah. Works like a charm. Um, and actually I had two, two episodes ago, I had one of my colleagues from Deadspin on and she was saying that she had, she has a dog that, who sheds like wildly sheds. Um, and she was saying that she tried that and she was like, my mind was blown. <laughs> she was like, who knew a dishwashing glove? That's all I needed all this time. Um, so you guys on that note. That'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. It was so much fun. Thanks for coming into my home to do this. Yeah, happy to I actually, yeah, it's great. I really liked being out of the studio. Yeah, it's I casual and easy. I think this is a really nice, casual, easy environment. I may, I may do this more often. I'm a little, with you, obviously, I trust you implicitly. But I sometimes am very protective of my home and letting people mm. into my home. Agree. Um, actually in the bonus, I'll tell you a story about having like a nervous breakdown about having to be photographed in here when my boyfriend barfs came out <laughs> that you'll understand like deeply on an author level. Yeah. Um, but it was wonderful to have you here oh. and thank you. And you're a great guest and I hope that I can have you come back on the show the next time you're in New York. Yeah. Um, cause this was really, really fun. And you guys go buy Jamie's books. They're fabulous. She's I, fabulous. My new one is all grown up. That's right. Say it again. All grown Louder. up. Louder. All grown up. That's right. Um, if you guys like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners for joining me for another episode of ask a clean person, the podcast. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 